Welcome to the Fear and Greed Afternoon Report for Thursday, the 16th of February, 2023. I'm Sean Elmer. Every afternoon, we've got the five stories that happened today that you need to know about. Story number one, the ASX 200 finished up 0.8% today to 7,410 points. It was a very mixed day, really. Commonwealth Bank lost 1.3%, but Macquarie Group jumped 3% and ANZ rose 0.6%. The iron ore miners did well, led by Fortescue Metals, which rose 1.2%. CSL was down more than 2%. Transurban, Woolies, Coles and Aristocrat Leisure all did pretty well. West Farmers did very well, just 24 hours after its results, jumping 4.2%. And worth a mention what happened on Wall Street overnight, strong retail sales in the US has boosted expectations of more rate rises in the world's biggest economy, pushing the US dollar higher and the Aussie dollar lower. US retail sales jumped 3% last month, which was the largest increase in nearly two years and well above expectations. Story number two, plenty of corporate results. Telstra delighted its 1 million plus shareholders, upping its dividend after announcing a strong December half year. Newcrest said it's rejected the $24.4 billion bid from global giant Newmont, but has left the door open for returned offer. The country's largest property group, industrial giant Goodman, upgraded its profit outlook for the eighth straight year as demand for warehouses around the world soars. Operating profit jumped 12%, though the statutory profit, which includes property valuations or revaluations in this case, fell. Boss Greg Goodman said the company's strategy to focus on high quality properties in high barrier to entry infill locations is working, clearly. Story number three, National Australia Bank said rising rates had been good for business, but bad for customers and the economy, as it joined Commonwealth Bank in reporting record profits driven by higher rates. NAB made $2.15 billion for the December quarter, up 18% compared to the average of the two previous quarters and well and truly beat expectations. Boss Ross McEwen said net interest margins have risen and conceded that economic growth and house prices were softening while loan repayments kept going up. National Australia Bank hasn't seen a big jump in distressed borrowers. That's good news. Its share price was up 0.6% yesterday. And before we leave this story, and we'll stay with the banks, Westpac has joined Commonwealth Bank in pausing regional branch closures while a parliamentary committee examines how exits are impacting communities. The challenging issue of branch closures was referred to the Rural and Regional Affairs and Transport References Committee last week for an inquiry, a report scheduled to be completed by December. Now, Westpac said it will postpone eight regional branch closures that were announced not long ago, but the bank will continue its announced branch co-location program, where it's combining brands such as Westpac, St George, Bank of Melbourne and Bank SA under one roof. Story number four, one-time blue chip AMP has returned to profit and given long-suffering shareholders a dividend for the first time in about four years. That's the good news. The bad news is that its core wealth management business continues to suffer outflows. That triggered a fall in AMP share price, which was down as much as 14% today. Aside from a special dividend of 10 cents a share in late 2020, the board hasn't declared a dividend since early 2019, not long after the Royal Commission levelled allegations of criminal misconduct against AMP. Now, today's result was helped by proceeds from the sale of the infrastructure debt business. The lack of a final dividend has long aggravated retail shareholders who have pretty much stuck by the 173-year-old company through its post-Hain malaise, 
all the leadership changes, the fallout from its mishandling of sexual harassment allegations, etc., etc. They got their dividend yesterday, though. And finally, story number five, New Zealand said it's open to offers of international assistance as it battles with the aftermath of Cyclone Gabriel, which caused widespread flooding and landslides in the country's north and cut off some towns. Five people have been confirmed dead after four days of strong winds and torrential rain. Authorities say 100 people are missing and 10,500 more have been displaced. Prime Minister Chris Hipkins warned New Zealanders that the recovery will take time, with power not expected to be restored to some areas for weeks, and the cleanup likely to take much longer. The New Zealand Defence Force has deployed two large ships and a C-130 Hercules transport plane to deliver thousands of litres of water along with personnel and several mobile water treatment plants to the most hard-hit regions. That's it for the afternoon report for Thursday the 16th of February 2023. Michael Thompson and I will be back tomorrow morning for the Friday edition of Fear and Greed. I'm Sean Elmer. Enjoy your evening. <laughs>